trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. Indeed, indeed. Welcome back to the Topical Resort, or in this case, welcome back to another week here at the Topical Resort. As always, I'm your host, Viper, though we'll get into that in just a bit. But as for now, let's talk about what's coming up on today's show. So finally getting back into those requests, and what a good one to come back to. So today on the Topical Resort, we're taking a look at Sega's lineup on the Model 2, as requested by Electric Boogaloo. And the temptation to put, um, Let's Go Away as the starting track was too tempting, but, um, I didn't go for it in the end. So, from Sega Touring Car Championship, this is Are You Wake Up, right here on the Topical Resort.
And with that, welcome to the Topical Resort officially. As always, I'm your host, Green Vibrate, and for the next two hours, we're going to be playing you some of the finest music available on the Sega Model 2 arcade board. Speaking of fine music, that was definitely some fine tracks there. What you just heard was from Sonic the Fighters, that was Death Exile, Never Let Go. I adore that track. Um, if you've ever heard me speak at all, you know that Sonic the Fighters is one of my absolute favourite soundtracks of all time. On top of that, it's like my third favourite Sonic soundtrack. Every single track in that game is awesome, just like so bouncy, full of energy, but great melodies and all that. And that's definitely one of the better ones. And choosing one was so incredibly difficult. So that's why we've actually got four throughout the course of the show. They're not all in my picks. Two of them are requests and one of them is a remix. But still, yeah, um, we, do, we are going to be having quite a few tracks on that game coming up throughout the duration of the show. And before that was another awesome track from Sega Touring Car Championships. That was Are You Wake Up? Well, Are You Wake Up? You Wake Up? I don't know. Now, one thing I've actually been experimenting with this week is um, I finally set up macros on my voice meter which is what I use for mixing all my audio. So that means I can actually do things a lot faster now, because before how it would work is I have my um, I have my DJ software on the right screen, and on the left screen I have all my audio mix and stuff. How it would have to work is I'd have to drag my um, mouse from the, from the right screen to the left screen, drag down the audio, and then press unmute, which takes like 7-8 seconds. Whereas now I can just press like the down, down button, which turns the volume down, press escape, and that takes like 3 seconds, that is now all I need to do to mess with my audio levels, which is incredibly nice. It makes things a hell of a lot faster, to be honest. So you might be noticing there'll be like less time, or less time in between, you know, um, sort of the track starting and me turning it down. So uh, yeah, but anyway, with that in mind, um, thank you so much to everyone who's currently showing up. We got it in the chat. We got Rapid Run, Shadix, Electric Boogaloo, who also obviously requested this episode. We also had. Rexy earlier on, and Doan, and CD-ROM. Speaking of which, CD-ROM is back on the airwaves tonight with Chaos Control Center at 12am GMT, which is, you know, going to be fun because it hasn't been on for well over a year now, actually, so, and it was promised, to, I know it was promised to come back around July time, but uh, a few technical issues, but it is finally back, and we're glad to have it back, so be sure to check it out when you can, or, you know, catch it on the podcast if you can't catch it right now. And uh, yes, this show, not that show. Um, so the Sega Model 2, we're getting into the history of it in a bit, but as for my sort of experience with it, I don't have any experience with the arcade board itself because I've never played any games in the arcade which use the board, if that makes sense. Like, I've, I've played the games, but I haven't been to an arcade and played them on the Model 2. Because I've played quite a few of the games, and I guess my first sort of experience with it was Sonic the Fighters. Which isn't like the best game on the Model 2, but it's certainly a fun one, and as I said, great music. My first experience with that was I got Sonic's Gems Collection, because I didn't have a GameCube, but I found out that the Wii was backwards compatible with the GameCube. Before, I, that was like sort of my introduction to retro gaming. And then, um, once I found out that, one of the first games I got for it was Sonic Gems Collection. And Sonic the Fighters was like the game I was most interested in on or most interested in on there. Um, it was just like, I, I got it for Sonic the Fighters, but I actually ended up playing Sonic R more, ironically. But yeah, eventually I just stopped playing that version, and I picked up the Xbox 360 port. I think that was the same year, actually. I think that was in 2012. Because um, my, my experience with retro gaming are only about five years or six years old now. 
but yeah, got the Xbox 360 port. Um, ironically, I was telling this story yesterday on the Topical Prezor, which went okay. Uh, all the games were quite difficult to emulate, but still. On the Topical Prezor, I was talking about this story where I remember buying the Xbox 360 port of Sonic the Fighters, and just absolutely chucking it down with snow that day, and I spent ages just sitting there playing Sonic the Fighters on Xbox 360, and eventually learned to get good, or at least semi-good at it. And that's quite ironic because if you're in the UK right now, you know that the weather is absolutely dreadful. So much snow, the beast from the east, you know, hurricane, you know, roof's gonna blow off and all of that. It's dreadful right now. But yeah, ironic that I come back to talk about the Model 2, sort of like, you know, they're the same, I guess, like the same memories that introduced me really to the Model 2. I've now come back to revisit the Model 2, if that makes sense. Uh, Electric Boogaloo asks, was Daytona, have I not played Daytona in a uh, arcade? No, I never have played Daytona in, a, in an arcade actually because none of my local arcades have it. Trust me, I have scouted far and wide. The closest we have is a uh, arcade near me actually has Daytona Championship Edition, aka the new one. They don't have the original one, which is such a shame because even though I'm dreadful at Daytona, I would love to play it on a real cabinet and get good at it. And I've been actually practicing at Daytona today. I'm slowly getting better, but I'm still quite far from it yet. Electric Boogaloo says his introduction to the Model 2 was actually Wave Runner, which is actually a very cool game from what I've seen. I haven't played it because I, I didn't get the opportunity to play it last night. And uh, Jamie says he got Gems Collection for Sonic CD, which was, as Shaddock said, the worst versions of Sonic CD. Uh, yeah, probably to be honest, because it doesn't have the charm of the Sega CD original. The PC, the original PC port really wasn't that good, and also the fact that you can only play on the US soundtrack. You know, say what you will about the US soundtrack, whether you love it or hate it, you don't even have the choice, because even if you buy the game in Japan, you still have to play with the US soundtrack. So I guess in that regard it's the worst, but at the same time, you know, it's still a competent port, which is not as good as any of the other ones. And uh, yeah, Twinny and CD-ROM are both mentioning the horrible weather in um, in the United States right now because it's equally as bad there as it is here. Although, over there it's a bit more windy than it is here. And uh, Dean says he didn't know the... Oh, sorry, uh, Shadix Croft said he didn't know the wonders of the JP soundtrack at the time. I love the Japanese soundtrack, but I also love the US one, so I don't actually mind playing the Gems Collection port that much because I still like that version of it, to be honest. Like... Both are great soundtracks, and um, I sort of went through that phase where I just... The US soundtrack sucks, Japanese one's so cool. But then um, Electric Boogaloo got me back into the US soundtrack, and uh, I'm thankful for that because it is some absolutely great music. But that's not what we're talking about, we're talking about the Model 2. Aside from that, I guess my next experience with the Model 2 outside of Sonic the Fighters was probably... Um, I'm trying to think, what would it have been? Maybe... Either Fighting Vipers or Daytona, I think it was probably Fighting Vipers I played first, because that also had an Xbox 360 port that came out at the exact same time as Sonic the Fighters, and I played the demo of that. And I didn't like it as much as Fighters, because um, I suck at fighting games, and Fighters is uh, pretty much baby's first fighting game. But I still found it fun, to be honest, and then after that it was probably Daytona, which I played once again on a demo, because in those days I was a cheapskate who didn't want to buy any sort of Sega thing that wasn't Sonic, because I had no clue whether I'd like it or not. I've been burned like that in the past with Nights into Dreams. Although, oh, the irony, because I now love Nights into Dreams' favourite game of all time. But yes, anyway, that was like sort of my brief experience. Like my next experience was just emulation. Like I emulated a ton of the games for the Model Two. So, but that was sort of my experience before I got into the filthy world that was emulation and sort of played it semi-legit through, you know, 
not not illegal means. Ooh, illegal. No one likes illegalness. Anyway, I think it's time we got in some more music. So, um, I actually have the name of this track wrong because Electric Boogaloo pointed out to me that um, the name of this is actually different to what we have on the playlist. So if I just go over to him quickly and find what the correct name is meant to be, I will fix it. But um, it's a track from Gunblade NY, and I don't really know too much about Gunblade NY, honestly, but I'll find out a bit more about it later in the show. But if I can just come over here and find the track I'm looking for, then I can edit the data on it. So, that's that. Because all of them have like really generic names, and I don't want them to have generic names. I want them to have normal names. So there we go, from uh, Gunblade NY, this is Brooklyn Bridge. And um, let's just say it sounds quite similar to another track that isn't Sega, but some of you may know if you're in the general gaming sphere. At least the intro of it. The intro is very reminiscent of a well-known, famous track, or maybe a well-known famous shooter, if you want to take my hint. As for now, enjoy the music.
Resort, only on Radio Sega. Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. Hasty History. 
what a bunch of tunes we just had for you there again. You may notice that's a common theme of tonight's show because the Model 2 has so many great soundtracks. Like some of the best music, not only of the time, but also still of all time really in terms of the Sega Hemisphere. We just heard that was from Top Skater and more specifically from the band Pennywise. That was Society. And before that, from Gunblade NY, or as Electric Boogaloo tells me to say it, Gunblade New York. That was Brooklyn Bridge, and um, I, I mentioned it was. Um, it sounded very similar to another track, or at least the intro sounded very similar. No one really picked up on it, but I think those sort of like intro opening chords sound very similar to At Hell's Gate from the original Doom. I'm not sure if that's just me or what, but um, I, I sort of hear the similarities every time I hear that track. But either way, it's a great track, and uh, those similarities sort of end after that point, and I can enjoy it. Now it is time, as you heard, for Hasty History. And if you don't know what it is, it's just where I go through the history of something relating to the topic of the episode as quickly as possible. And obviously in this case, it is the Model 2. So the Model 2 was first released in 1993, and the first game was released onto the board with Daytona USA and the 93 edition, as well as Desert Bus and Virtua Cop. It was an upgrade of the Model 1 hardware, and the chip used to achieve the Model 2's new bitmap texture, or bitmap textures, yeah? Bitmap textures was originally a chip used in flight simulation equipment, repurpose of video games. During the development, there were actually issues with the CPU due to how new it, knew it was. Yu Suzuki himself had to create a debugger to debug the buggy debugger program. Try saying that quickly. Despite the hardships in development, the Model 2 board went on to host some of the most highly or some of the highest grossing arcade games of all time, including Daytona USA, Virtual on or Cyber Troopers Virtual on, and House of the Dead. No sales numbers are available due to this being an arcade board used within games, but it is considered to be a great commercial success by Sega. And the Model 3 would go on to be succeeded by the Model 2 would go on to be succeeded by the Model 3 in 1996, with future arcade boards having newer naming methods. So that's pretty much the brief history of the Model 2. It, it's really a great bit of hardware because even though the Model 3 was more powerful and, you know, quite frankly, technically superior. It just didn't match that same sort of um, legendary status that the Model 2 reached, because like, pretty much every game on the Model 2 was just an absolute hit, like, hit, 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 hit. There wasn't really any, like, sort of bad or really hated games on there. Everyone sort of loves the tracks as well as the games that came out of it. That's why I think um, it's also good that we decided to take this, take this one first, because, you know... This one, this one definitely makes for a great episode. Whereas, you know, the other ones have great tracks as well, but the sheer volume is truly outstanding. But with that in mind, um, let's, let's see what you... Mm, it's some interesting chat in the uh, Discord right there. Yes, now it is time for the request resort, and what the request resort is, is simple. It's where you can request music relating to the episode. So, you know... You can't just request any Sega music, any non-Sega music here, un unlike you can in the uh, off-topic episode. Or sorry, like you can in the off-topic episodes, but rather instead, it has to be related to the Model Two. We got quite a quite a lot of requests in here from. I say quite a variety. We have two from one game, and um, the other ones are all quite varied. But yeah, there's still time, plenty of time, in fact, for requests. So if you want to send them in, got many different places. You can send them in through Discord, radiose.tf/discord. You can send it in through Twitter at Radio Sega at Topical Resort at the Green Vapor 8. You can send it in through Facebook, facebookcom Sega. 
or you can even send it in through an email, topcourtresort at gmail.com, or you can send it in for a Radio Sega private message over on the forums. I'm Green Vibrate over there. And uh, just got a request to come in. Um, I think that might have been in Top Skater. Uh, it doesn't appear to be, hang on. Yes, I thought that sounded like a Hawk. Uh, a Tony Hawk track, and I think it is actually, which is so, sort of why it rings bells, but yeah, uh, you did say you wanted something from Pennywise, so I put in something from Pennywise, but um, if you want to, if you want to request something else, just go right ahead, because I sent you, I sent you a message ages ago, and you didn't respond back to the request, or the, the, the request of a request in this case, but, um... That's a good question, Rapid Run. I actually do not know. Let me look it up. I don't think it is, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I guessed it wasn't in Top Skater, but I sort of looked anyway. Um, no, Rapid Run, it wasn't on the Model 2. In fact, I don't think it was even in arcades at all, judging by Wikipedia right now. So, um, I can send you the list, however. I have the list on hand. Because thank you to Electric Boogly, by the way, because he actually compiled the list. And it was very useful because it also includes third-party games. And I normally wouldn't include third-party games, but the Model 2 doesn't have that many games anyway. And the third-party games really don't make up that much of the library. Like, it's fairly small compared to what we've had in the past. So stuff like the 360 games that had 30 or so games. This only has 20, and that includes third-party games. Not just Sega ones. And, uh, yeah. So... I think while we'll wait for a response from Rapid Run, but you can still send them in while the segment is going on. But I think while we wait for Rapid Run's request, and any of your requests, if you're on any of the other platforms, we're going to get into one from Electric Boogaloo, because once again, he beat Jamie out on this one. So, from Wave Runner, this is the intermediate course. You'll listen to the topical resort right here on Radio Sega. When we come back next, we'll be discussing some of the games on the Model 2 and giving our opinions on them. But for now, enjoy the music. Request Resorts.
Sabres gotta get out And then the night feeling I gotta get away Too many thoughts in which place I finally had it Dream I take it to a secret place so far away It's what you do with it It's what you wait for And when you find it A place where no one had me before I know I gotta listen to my mind Because it happens to me I'm sure it happens to you sometimes But a bitch can go Where nobody knows You should listen to yourself sometimes I'm sure it happens to you I know it happens to me sometimes But a bitch can go Where nobody knows Nobody knows Trace I'd like to have it Taking only with me Good dreams of yesterday And my best friends With whom I share this journey A man who buys a bike Cause we're leaving here today It's what you do with it It's what you wait for And when you find it A place where no one Has been before well, I know I gotta listen To my mind Because it happens to me I'm sure it happens to you Sometimes When I think you can go But nobody knows
Yes, I'm well aware there's already been three Sonic the Fighters tracks already. Thank you, Electric. Welcome back to the top of the result, right here on Radio Sega. We just had there was, in fact, from Sonic the Fighters. That was Giant Wing, Firestone, an absolutely epic track, and that was requested by myself. Before that, from Top Skater, that was It's What You Do With It, uh, which was technically a request by Shaddix Croft, because he wanted something from Pennywise from Top Skater, which I provided for him. On top of that, we also had uh, Sky High, a range version from Daytona USA, and that was requested by The King, who currently isn't in chat, but he requested it a bit, a bit earlier on, you know, the Daytona boys and all that. For that, from Sig Rally Championship, um... Sega Rally Championship Arcade, that was Conditioned Reflex, New Century Arranged Version, as requested by Rapid Run. And once again, before that, from the game which keeps cropping up because I love it so much, Silent the Fighters, that was Casino Night, here we go, as requested by Jamie64326. And Gear Healthy Block was a track from Wave Runner, that was the intermediate course. And as Electric pointed out, yes, I didn't play his second request. Uh, that's because I'm actually tonight because I anticipated getting a lot of requests, which I did, because some people sent in multiple. Um, I I limited it to one one person or one request per person, which I actually forgot to mention. So I apologise about that. But um, I, I I may try and see if I can slot it, slot it in somewhere because it, it deserves to be on the show. And we got quite a bit of time still left over, so it's 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 plausible. But uh, yes. And um, I can't remember if I said or not, but Intermediate Course was requested by Electric Bigloo. And now it is time for the part where I just give a non-in-depth, mini-rambling review about all the games which are on the Model 2. And um, we're kicking this off with one I actually don't know anything about. Behind Enemy Lines. So it's that time of the uh, topical result that you all love. It is time for the keyboard noises. So it that's a film. So, um, let's see, Sega Retro, thank you. So Behind Enemy Lines was a game released for the Model 2, the Model 2C CRX. There's no specific release date, just 1998. From the looks of screenshots, this actually seems, like, fairly decent. Uh, no Doomgo, I haven't played any Virtual Fighter 2 yet. Um, I probably should play some Virtual Fighter 2. But... I I missed out on quite a lot of good tracks, to be honest, but at the same time, I also think I've gone for a few, hopefully, more obscure ones. So I say that, and the track we got coming up next is anything but obscure, but the other few ones will be quite obscure. Yeah, this seems quite alright. Maybe have a look at Behind Enemy Lines for the Model 2. Uh, Electric has linked me to something. Uh, oh, gameplay of it. <laughs> Type of Viper, you are so funny. Yes, I, I, I knew someone would say it. And... That's almost because it's become a meme at this point. I also just realised that um, I put Tropical, Tropical Club as the title instead of Topical Club. Um, no, genuinely that was actually on purpose, I think. Yeah, I did that on purpose if I remember correctly, because Club is fairly tropical, and Tropical Club sounds good. <laughs> um, after that, Cyber Troopers Virtual On, I actually have played this one, and I really like it. I'm just incredibly naff at it so bad at it, but um, I actually, it was on the stream yesterday and I played it and it was really bad because I had awful controls, basically what I did was I set up the uh, two sticks on my PS4 controller as twin sticks, then the two dash buttons were on the um, L3 and R3 buttons, and then attacks were on the triggers and shoulder buttons, 
But um, the joysticks weren't configured properly, so it barely even worked, so I couldn't really do much. But um, this morning I remembered that I had some leftover credit on my 360 account, thanks to Doomgirl, Overavseg, and Veritex. So I actually purchased the 360 version of the game this morning, and I got playing in it. And I'm still bad, but um, I, I'm getting better at it, and I think it's incredibly fun. I'd highly recommend you check out Cyber Troopers Virtual On, if you could emulate it, because you have like appropriate setups, or you know your way sort of around it. Do that, otherwise I'd say get the 360 or Dreamcast releases. Or maybe the Saturn one, I hear the Saturn one's alright as well. Uh, another one that I know, Daytona USA. I love Daytona, I'm once again not very good at it. That's a common theme you'll be hearing a lot with these games. Daytona USA is incredibly fun, great soundtrack. I don't really need to tell you to pick it up, because chances are, if you're a Sega fan, you probably already own a copy, whether that be on you know Xbox 360 or PS3. One of the various releases on like Saturn, Dreamcast, or maybe you just emulated it. Either way, you know, you, you've played the game probably somehow. Or you played it in arcades, you know. So I don't really have to recommend it, but um, I highly recommend it if for some reason you haven't. Dead or Alive, once again, an absolutely fantastic fighting game, and this was sort of before Dead or Alive became fan service the games. Back in the days when it was actually focused on being a fighting game, and um, not, not sexualizing their characters. This is a very fun one. I'd recommend you check out Dead or Alive on the Model 2. Or the, uh, the Saturn release is apparently very good as well. Desert Tank. Um, Electric Poogaloo actually linked me to Desert Tank because I don't know anything about it. Um, and Electric says the Saturn, ver Saturn version of Virtual On is pretty good. E even better with a twin stick controller. Obviously, Virtual On is much better with a twin stick controller, but it's still playable if you mess about with the right control scheme. Okay, so Desert Tank is a third-person shooter released for the Model 2 in 1994 in both the US and Japan. It's developed by AM2 and was actually produced by Yu Suzuki. So it was aimed to be realistic because it was developed in cooperation with Martin Mari Marietta? Yeah, I think I'm say Marietta. So, but it was never put into home consoles according to this. Interesting. I also looked up some images of it and it, it seems cool. Oh yeah, that's true. Electric does point it out. It was still fan service. The game. There was a. Um, d do I really want to read that out? No, no. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's interesting actually. But um, it was. It did still have some fan service. But um, it really wasn't the main attraction. Like this was before the days. Where they made an entire Dead or Alive game that was beach volleyball. But it, it was still there in some form, but fighting was actually a part of the game. A main focus, believe it or not. Oh yeah, also I just went onto Twitter and I forgot to mention this. Um, I, I posted something about let us know your opinions on the Model 2 and um, at your evil redneck just responds with, I'm sorry. I have no clue. Just, I, I'm sorry. I'm quite confused by this tweet, but uh, either way, it works. Um, after that, we ha oh, I guess I'd recommend Desert Tank. After that, we had Dynamite Baseball 97. Once again, I can guess what this one is probably about, but um, I'm going to look it up anyway. I can't spell, apparently, while I'm trying to type. Oh, I can't spell while I'm trying to type. Yes, I can't spell while I'm trying to speak. So it was a game... Released in, hmm, was it released in 1990? No, of course it was released in 1997. And it was an arcade game that was a sequel to the original Dynamite Baseball, which, if I click on this, probably has more. No, it doesn't. 
Dynamite Baseball um, was also a game on the Sega Model 2 released in 1996. Um, I don't know why, I guess Electric um, thought they were roughly the same, so didn't include them. But yeah, maybe check this one out, I don't know, I, don't, I wouldn't say this is a top priority. You, you got better baseball games out there, and you got better stuff to play on the Model 2, so why settle for the worst of the best? Aside from that, we have Dynamite Cop, and Dynamite Cop is an absolutely fantastic game. I recommend you check it out. Fighting Vipers, I've told the story before on this show, but Fighting Vipers was how I got the Green Viper name, as well as um, the Sonic Adventures Egg Viper being an incredibly cool boss. Both of them were like contribution factors. Fighting Vipers is a fun game, it's a great game as well, I'm just not very good at it. I've, I've never been good at side-scrolling fighting games, I've never been good at any fighting games. I am not Travseek, I am simply Green Viper 8. I'd like to get better at it, but um, I just don't have the expertise. E fighting Vipers is also very anti-button mashing as well. It, you can't button mash and win like you can in some of the fighters. Um, but yeah, obviously check out Fighting Vipers. From what I hear, the Saturn version is the best, and I actually have the Saturn version. One of the few Saturn games I own physically. Check that one out. Oh, the arcade version is also pretty good. Um, and so the 316 PS3 releases actually. You know, is there such a, is there such a thing as a bad version of Fighting Vipers? And uh, no, I did Electric. I said about Dynamite Cop. I said Dynamite Cop was a good game, you should check it out, but um, fine. Dynamite Cop, also known as Dynamite Decker 2, was created by AM1, it was released in 1998, 1999 in the US, and it was pretty much... Oh, huh, um, it's a sequel to Die, Die Hard Arcade, which we now know as Dynamite Decker on the playlist. Although it now lacks the Die Hard license, so it's just its own standalone game. It's it's pretty fun. I have played this one before, but um, yeah, not like extensively or anything. Check it out. I did say it because I I remember specifically saying Dynamite Cop is a good game. Check it out, Electric. So don't try and catch me off guard. Uh, I think I know what I'm doing. I think I'm professional. I'm joking. I, I know I talked about it. I'm right. Mwahaha. Um, Gunblade NY. I don't know anything about Gunblade NY aside from it has some good music. Sorry, Gunblade New York. So it's a light gun shoot em up game developed by Sega for the Model 2B CRX arcade hardware released in 1995. The game is set in 2005 actually, and you fire, or you fire at terrorists around New York from a helicopter. Sounds like an interesting concept. And as Electric pointed out earlier, it also had a Wii port. So, yeah. Check it out on the Wii, because it's probably a bit easier to get a hold of there versus emulating it. Because the issue with the Model 2 emulator is you have to do quite a bit of em You have to do quite a bit of uh, tweaking to get the mouse to work for aiming properly. Um, aside from that, let's just clear that off quick. There we go. Um, uh, let's see what else we got. We have Indy 500. Once again, you may be noticing a common theme here that I have to Google a lot of these. 
there's so many Indy 500 games that I'm gonna have to specify it to Model 2. And I accidentally opened up that. Whoops. Okay, so it was released in 1995 for both, well, for Japan, the US, and the UK. Obviously based upon the Indianapolis 500 race, and apparently it is an evolution of virtual racing. And it was planned for Saturn, but it got scrapped. History, apparently it was meant to be released on the Model 3, but it was downgraded to the Model 2 after the Model 3 was delayed multiple times. Apparently it's a lot similar to uh, Daytona USA with similar rules and features, although it never saw the same levels of success. And it had enhanced ones, and it was ported to the Tiger R Zone, which is not a good, um, it, that's not a good accolade for your game at all. Um, yeah, very Texas making the joke of I wonder what 2005 will be like, just like he made the joke of I wonder what 2001 will be like the other day. Ha <laughs> Last Bronx. Don't know anything about it, but I need to be quick now, so I'm going to skip past it. My next TT Superbike. Not a very good game at all. Um, I'd, I'd still recommend you check it out, though, because it, it's fun, just not very competent of a game. Worth your time. Motor Raid and Over Rev. I'm sorry, I don't know anything about them. Pilot Kids, according to Electric Boogaloo, this is a good game, so we're going to go by his recommendation on this one. Pilot Kids is a good game, you should check it out. Rail Chase 2, I hear it's pretty good. <laughs> Sega Rally Championship, finally, some something that I know, or one that I know something about again. Absolutely fantastic game. Great no matter what platform you play it on, but specifically the arcade version is the best of them all. Check it out, definitely, because it is well worth your time. Same with Sega Ski Super G, well worth your time, although a bit tricky to emulate but a very fun game and probably a better skiing game than most because I mean it's not exactly like there's much competition on that front but yeah probably that's a good accolade for your game to have actually unlike being ported to the R Zone it's probably better than most other skiing games I don't know really. Put it on the box Sega. Sega Touring Car Championship, once again, cannot sing anything but praise for this game. It's actually, to be fair, like, in terms... I hear a lot of people bash this one, but I really quite like Sega Touring Car Championship. I'd recommend you check it out, even if others wouldn't. Sega Water Ski, once again, incredibly fun game. A bit awkward to emulate, but otherwise, very fun. Great music, check it out. Sky Target, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about Sky Char Target. Some of the fighters I do know stuff about. This is a really fun fighting game. Not up there mechanically with the other great fighting games. Not even up there mechanically with Fighting Vipers or Virtua Fighter 2 that it's based on. But it's still a very fun game. And especially good if you're a fan of the Sonic the Hedgehog universe. Super GT 24 Hours. It's pretty good. Check it out. <laughs> House of the Dead. It's a fun game. I, I don't like it as much as the other entries in the series, specifically 2. 2 really improved on all of the issues. But House of the Dead 1 is still worth your time and still quite fun. Check it out. Speaking of games that are worth your time, Top Skater. Absolutely fantastic game, fantastic music. However, once again, you guessed it, a bit tricky to emulate because of the specialist control scheme. But still, I'd, check, I'd recommend checking it out if you can find a scheme that works for you. 
Virtual Cop 1 and 2, fantastic games. This is my these are my Model 2 shooters of choice because they don't really require that much accuracy. You don't need to constantly reload your weapons. It's like a nice bit of mindless fun compared to House of the Dead, which you're constantly just like firing and then you need to reload again immediately and firing because you can't make any of your shots and oh it's a bit of hassle but Virtual Cop 1 and 2 don't have that very fun indeed Virtual Fighter 2 I hear a lot of people often regard this as the best game in the Virtual Fighter series and I can't really confirm this because I've never played it extensively but if it has the accolade it must be good and I've played it and I think it's good, but um, don't trust my opinion on it. Trust someone who knows a bit more about fighting games. Uh, Virtual Striker. It, it was quite a fun little football game, or soccer if you live in the US, but you should call it football because that's the correct name for it. It's quite fun. Obviously, don't go into it expecting like, the modern standards of football games because you're not going to get that, but um, nice fun arcade style football game. Wave Runner, a pretty fun one. Not too much experience with it, but I actually did um, look at it after the stream we did yesterday because Electric Boogaloo really wanted me to look at it so I looked at it and it, it was fun Zero Gunner I don't know anything about Zero Gunner once again but um, the music's good and he says it's a virtual, uh, virtual vertical shooter by Psycho thank you for that because I was literally just talking about it um, yeah you can't really go wrong with a vertical shooter so check it out and even if you even if you can go wrong with a vertical shooter and this particular one you're emulating it because you're not exactly going to be getting, you know, an arcade board just to play it. So it's not like you've lost anything if you download the wrong of it. Uh, didn't, I didn't say that. You heard that from someone else. But yes, that was all the games on the Model 2, and that was all my opinions on them. So um, I want to know what your opinions are, actually. So, you know, let me know on Discord, let me know on Twitter, all those different places. And I'll try and read out some of your responses. But as for now, once again, we're going to get in some more music. And from my own personal picks, although I didn't pick it, or, although there was a track from the game played earlier on, that wasn't my choice. And I really wanted to help hold back on it because I do tend to play music from this game a lot. But I've never actually played this specific version of the track. And it's so beautiful despite the fact that it's um, still the original song we all know and love. That I had to play it at least somewhere on here. So although my album folder claims it's from the arcade version, it actually isn't from the arcade version. It's from the arranged version. So from Daytona USA, the arranged version. This is the piano version of Let's Go Away. Enjoy.
topical thesis. Whoops! Before that, it's time to tell you what you just heard. So, from Fighting Vipers Arcade, that was City Tower. Before that, technically a request by Electric Boogaloo, but I already wanted to put something from Pilot Kids into the show, so it was it was from him. But I already planned on putting something from the game in. He just influenced that specific track. That was Pilot Kids Arcade. Then with Jeff's Room Stage Three, which is apparently by the composer of the original Mega Man. And uh, that's, that's a high accolade to have. I like that word tonight, in case you couldn't tell. But um, yeah, Mega Man is my absolute favourite, or at least the first one is my absolute favourite 8-bit soundtrack. Adore that soundtrack, so anything done by the same composer is automatically good in my books. And kicking off, kicking off the block, there was a track from the Dota New USA arranged version that was the piano version of Let's Go Away, the main theme of the game. And now it is time for the topical resort. No, it's not. It's time for the topical disease. No, it's not. It's time for the topical thesis. And today's one isn't actually based around the model to itself, rather a game on it. And I think this is one which we've all needed to get off our chest for a long time. So that in mind, today's topical thesis is: Does Daytona 3, or does does, does Daytona deserve a proper threequel? As always, I give you my three points for my three points against, and then I'll come to a justified conclusion based on whether I agree or disagree with the statement. So let's go into my three points for. The Daytona games are fun, but maybe they be, need a bit of a non-graphical update. You know, maybe they need an upgrade in the arcade department, you know. New sort of, um... Maybe, like, new force feedback, new vibration. Not just graphics, because they did a graphical upgrade. That was the third game, or... The third game. Boo! But, um, yeah, I think definitely it could use a bit of a non-graphical update. You know, in terms of mechanics as well. Mechanics, presentation, all that sort of stuff. Maybe it might need an upgrade. There have been so many re-releases of the original that have proved incredibly popular, so that proves there is a market for a true third entry. Um, obviously, the arcade game of the original is one of the highest grossing arcade games of all time. On top of, whoops, I turned off my monitor, which I was reading from. On top of that, we also have the fact that the Xbox 360 and PS3 ports were known to perform incredibly well. There was also the fact that a lot of people bought a Saturn apparent or in the beginning, apparently. I say apparently because this is probably made up. Apparently a lot of people bought a Saturn to play Daytona. So then in mind we can figure out there's quite a large audience for Daytona, so surely if there's a large audience. Wouldn't it be time for a new sequel and not just rehashing the same game? And this one's just a bit of a personal opinion, but Daytona is one of the greatest arcade races of all time and deserves to be put out fresh for a new audience rather than rehashing old versions. You know, obviously the well-known rehash is um, Daytona USA Championship Edition, the one that just released because it's literally the first game for a new coat of paint. But did you know there was also another version of Daytona USA in the arcades, which was also an HD version. Yes, we talked about it on the show before, in fact we talked about it last week, but that was Sega Racing Classic. That was an arcade version of Daytona USA which is designed to bring it into HD, or at least HD for 2012 standards. However, you've probably played this release, even if you haven't seen it in the arcades, because no one bought the arcade machine for it, they just kept the original Daytona machine. You probably have played this one, because this build was later re, re sort of mangled, or they haven't really done anything, it was just pretty much ported straight over to the Xbox 360 and PS3 
as a Daytona USA HD, which is the one most of us in Radio Sega are most familiar with because it's the one we play most frequently. But yeah, Sega Racing Classic, because they lost the license for Daytona for a while, so they had to call it something else when they re-released it in arcades. But yeah, it like stuff like rehashes like that, they've already done the same game in HD twice. With that in mind, should you make a new game rather than repeatedly making remakes of the same one? However, when there's points for, there's always points against. Here's why Daytona perhaps doesn't deserve a true third entry. The first two games are still great fun and stand up to the test of time. People still absolutely adore the first two games, and mechanically they still hold up really well despite the fact of how old they are now. And although it doesn't hold up as well as something like maybe other races from the time, it's so good and the presentation's so cheesy that everything just works. And that's why I think maybe, maybe we don't need a new entry in the series because what we've got now is just fine. And the two games between them honestly have enough content to make the third game not necessary. A lot of people don't even play Daytona 2, they just play Daytona 1. And they see hap- they, they're happy with three tracks, they don't mind that there's only three tracks because for them that, that's what makes a good racing game. You know, you don't need like 32 tracks or something massive like that, just a few good ones will do. But uh, same with the second game really as well, I think... you. There's a lot of content in the second game, and between the two, fanatics of the game are happy with what they have, and maybe they don't want more. But the final one is, there's a chance, sadly, that they may make a third bad game. So, they may make a game that they officially call Daytona 3 and not change it at the last second because it's not actually a third game in the series. But, they could make a real third game, but it turned out to be not that good. Now, we wouldn't want that, because we wouldn't want it tarnishing the Daytona brand, surely. So wouldn't that be a good reason for why we shouldn't have a third game? So with that in mind, with my six points, let's look into the conclusion. And really, of course, there's only one conclusion I can come to for this one. Sega should obviously get on to creating Daytona 3 right away, because we deserve it as Sega fans. We've gone through enough hardship as it is. Not salty about it, but you know. We've been for enough, we deserve a third Daytona after all these years. What's your opinion on that opinion? You have many different places where you can get out your opinion. You can get it in, or you can get it You can get it to us through Twitter, at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at Green Vibrate. You can send it in to us through, uh, did I say Discord? I think I did. You can send it in through Discord, radioacid.gf forward slash Discord. You can send it in through Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Radio Sega. You can send it in through email, topcoresort at gmail.com, or you can send it in through a private message on the forums that I'm Green Vaporate over there. All those different places, you will be able to go ahead and get in your opinion. But as for now, let's look back at what you guys have been saying. Um, Electric Boogaloo, um, I don't think he really wants Daytona 3, honestly. Because all he said was, yes, 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 absolutely yes! Or maybe just a port of Daytona 2 to consoles, that's all I really want. A port of Daytona 2 to consoles would be lush as well, I will admit, because that is only available in arcades, it's not available on anything else. The, the first game's got ported tons, I think it's finally time the second game got the same attention. Uh, Veritex says he's actually seen the uh, Sega Racing Classic cab. I've never even seen an original Daytona cab, let alone a Sega Racing Classic cab. That's probably even more coveted in my area than than an actual Daytona cab. And uh, I'm not sure people will agree with Electric here, but Electric says 
that, um... I can't, I can't believe this. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just so much in shock at what Electric has said here. He says that in most ways, Daytona 1 is worse than Daytona 2. Ooh, that's an unpopular opinion amongst them, but I'll, I'll let you ponder on what you think about that. As for now, let's check Twitter and we don't have anything on there. Let's check all the other social media outlets for what we have to say. Uh, and Veritex followed up on that saying it was in an arcade in Buenos Aires. Or Ares, 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 whatever. It counts. Um, but yeah. Oh, and ZoomGo actually posted the picture of it. There we go. It'd be cool to see one in real in real life. but Because I, I don't know why, because my local arcade thought it'd be a better idea to buy the new and quite honestly naff Daytona over buying the original one, which would probably be so much cheaper and more people would actually play it. Then again, this is the same arcade that threw out a crazy taxi cab, so, um... Oh, oh, there's no hope for them. There's no saving humanity. Let's just get on with some more music. I can't take the thought much longer. So we're going to go into a track from Last Bronx. This is Naked Airport, Disco Baby Get Your Mix, right here on the Topical Resort.
missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord Call-In It's that time of the show where we take your calls based on the topic of the episode, but before that we need to find out what we just heard because I have absolutely no clue what those sounds were which were just filling my eardrums. Well, the, f- the last of those sounds was from House of the Dead, the arcade version, and that was the boss theme, which is the stage 1-3 to three boss theme, more specifically. Before that, from Last Bronx, that was Naked Airport, Disco Baby Get You Mix. A slightly weird name and I don't know the context of it, but it's a thing. It exists. It's on the internet now. Now it's on the internet forever. So if you want to join the Discord call and it's simple, you should know how to do it at this point. RadioSC.GF4/Discord. Grab a microphone, join the chill out, and from there you have a chance of being on the show. Uh, we got quite a few people I- in the wings on the chill out currently, and I'm gonna lower that a bit. There we go. So I think I have a good idea of who I want to bring on today, but uh, I'm going to give them a message just first. Here we go, it's time for it, it's time for Typer Viper 8. Here we go. Are you ready? I don't think you're ready. I'm, I, I still don't think you're ready. It's time for the legendary message. Here we go. Oh, I've done it. There we go, the message has been sent. In the meantime, we wait, and also, I give you the fact that uh, DJ Jammin' J, aka Saganut, said that yes, Daytona deserves another instalment. In fact, I'll take another instalment of any non-Sonic IP, and then Electric follows that up with, well, we do have a new House of the Dead coming out in arcade soon, so that's something. That is true. Uh, take Shaddix, the only thing, I uh, would take Shaddix, but we had him on last week, and we haven't had John on for ages, so with that in mind... Welcome to the show, John. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. How are you, Green Viper? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for asking. Um, so what would you like to talk about today? Um, something related related to Sega. Good plan. <laughs> just, just anything, something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys. I'm pretty sure the guys at Discord were talking about Daytona USA. And I played some myself back at Dave and Buster's, but I I was not really that good, even though I was supposed to be really good at racing. Just ask Mikhail. <laughs> <laughs> the two the two true rivals on Radio Sega. Yeah, the the thing is, I got so used to simulate to simulators that I was completely out of practice from arcade style racing. <laughs> I think that's my issue with Daytona as well. I'm way too used to simulation style games, whereas even though it's more realistic, it throws you into that sort of environment rather than holding your hand for it, which actually I appreciate because it, it makes you learn yourself. You know, if you don't learn yourself, you're not going to learn at all in this case. Yeah. Yeah, and Daytona USA is no exception, especially when it comes to uh, arcade racing games, so you can't expect to just slow down just to take a corner and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, you definitely gotta get into it, like, you, you don't just, you don't just, like, pick up the game and magically just, like, drift around all the corners perfectly, and it just doesn't work like that. You, you got, you gotta train, and that's sort of the half the fun of it. If you, you don't train and put tons of effort in, you're not gonna be that good. Yeah, exactly that. 
But that's the nature of that arcade racing game that even I can't handle. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, what's your opinion on it? Or do you have any opinions on other arcade races on the Model 2? If you played any of them? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are good arcade racing games in uh, Daytona USA is... Still the great game there is, it's just really hard. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And there's also that another another Sega racing game that's more arcadey but on the console way back in 2006. Very underrated and deserves a, a lot more appreciation even though it never it was never that popular. And that is I have a good idea of it, but to tell anyone if think like think like Twisted Metal, but for Sega. Mmm. I, I still don't know what it is, but I announce it to everyone if they haven't got the cryptic clues yet. <laughs> well, that'd be Full Auto and its sequel. Oh, they're great games, to be honest. I, I should play them more, but yeah, the second game is pretty great. I mean, it's very under underappreciated and very underrated but it's still a pretty good racing game I think that's the case with a lot of Sega's racing games like obviously the well-known stuff like Daytona and Sega Rally but then like the rest of it which just sort of went under the radar I think is all great and they they never really miss a beat with racing games to be honest like with other genres they tend to miss a beat quite a few times but with racing games they never really tend to go wrong that much at least from my memory. Yeah, Sega Rally was a really awesome game, but the last game was Sega Rally 3 before it got pulled from Xbox and PlayStation for I don't know what reason. Press F in the chat if, if, if you want Sega Rally 3 back. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately knowing Sega, I don't think they, they would listen to their fans unless they want to. <laughs> I, but, I, oh, gone. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. No, no, but, I'll see first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure Sega Rally was a pretty great racing game, even though it didn't got so much appreciation because, well, it went under the radar and Codemasters had to make. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the ride, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, John, you broke up throughout the entirety of that. R rip internet. Yeah, I just saw a lot. Uh oh. <laughs> you might have to do the rest of this through text. Uh, back. Let's try that. Ah, jeez. Ah, that's better. Yeah, Discord's acting up on me. Okay, so sorry. Uh, repeat that again, please. Yeah, 
Okay, <clears throat> let me try to rephrase that. Fallout 2, fantastic game in a way, but not perfect, but still great in a way. And after it went on the radar, Carmageddon took over. Yeah, Sega Rally, great game, but also under the radar. Never made it to next gen, so Codemasters made those rally games ever since. Sad, sad times, but they're, they're all still great games. I mean, obviously there's great non-Sega racing games, but Sega are the greatest, therefore they automatically beat any other company. Yeah, but we all have to move on at some point. I'm free. Sega would rather pass the torch to other trustworthy developers instead of having them to do everything. <laughs> yeah, Just to please the fans. Good. The fans are what's important here. No, no, they're not. It's the money. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was breaking up, but it's because Discord is having uh, issues on my end. Discord having issues. Oh, what a shocker! That would never happen ever. <laughs> yeah, if this was my modem, I would have been disconnected from from your voice chat on the spot, and then, wow, it just happened. <laughs> I guess, like, any final things you'd like to say before I drag you back to the chill-out? Uh, hey guys, by the way, this was not on my, this was not my modem's doing, this was Discord's doing. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it just happened. But hey, at least I'm still here, so, Three. you know. Yeah, I'm not, like, disconnected from this, from Discord. I'm still here! <laughs> he, he made it in the end. It, it, just, yeah. it was just a massive, massive hill to overcome, but eventually Discord f fixed itself. Yeah, but who knows if we get to talk, uh, talk again next week or so? Hopefully. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Hoping so, yeah. But, anyway, John, thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there any final, things you, final, final things you'd like to say? Yeah, underrated games from Sega deserve more love, especially Fall Full Auto 2 Battlelines and its prequel, Full Auto, not to mention Sega Rally. Definitely, all, all Sega racing games deserve love, but especially those ones. Thank you so much, John. No problem, bro. See you later. Bye-bye. See ya! Bye. Bye. Uh, uh, okay, so despite that I dragged him back into the chill out, it, it didn't. I, I don't know. Discord is just a good piece of software. It always works as it should, 100% of the time. And that is why Veritex has started the hashtag, hashtag ban Discord. I, I thoroughly agree with this. It, it's, it's a great piece of software, really. It has zero bugs whatsoever. Yes, with that in mind, that was the Discord call, and that was John the VG Nerd, and now it's time to get into the Toppy Mix, and Toppy Mix is where I take a Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode, a remix relating to the topic of the episode, and a non-Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode. Now, our Sega track is a Sonic track that's really not a surprise to you right there, but it's, it's a Sonic track which uh, people are very marmite on, but I think the melody itself is good, but maybe the instruments might need a bit of fixing. That, that's a hint right there. After that, we got a, another Sonic track, um, which is, a, once again, a remix of Sonic the Fighters, but um, I sense there may be a few people who actually don't know about this one in the chat and who may have to just jam along to that one. Then after that, we got a track from actually an NES game, which may trigger some people. 
But um, I think it's a great track anyway. And we actually have it on the playlist, but um, it's from the Mega Drive version, I believe. But so now, let's get into some music. This is the Toppy Mix, and I'll see you after it. Let's get scratching. Sounds a paradise. 
And with that, for one last time, welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from the NES version of Batman, a very odd game to pick because it's, you know, when you think of like good music from 8-bit games, you never really think of licensed games. However, in this case, a licensed game it was. There's some great music, the Batman on NES, and ironically people were talking about Batman earlier when people made, um, people making jokes about it. That was Axis Chemical Factory. Before that, a Mitsuyoshi classic, some Takadude right there, from Sonic's Gems Collection, or Sonic Gems Collection, sorry, that was a re- that was, let's speak, Fairy of A.I.F. Dot, which is a remix of Aurora Icefield from Aurora Borealis. Bo- I give up. <laughs> I can't speak. Aurora Borealis, of course. No, it was a remix of Aurora Icefield from Sonic the Fighters. Before that, from Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 1, which span off into a massive debate on Discord. That Splash Hill Zone Act 3. I personally really love that track. Remixes make it sound so much better than it actually is, but it's still a nice track anyway. It's at this moment in time when I realised that I actually had another NES game that I was meant to play a um, song from at this moment, but I forgot about it, so I need to write it down on a piece of paper so I don't forget it next week. So, uh, Electric Boogaloo does point out that Sunsoft has the best music on NES. It is true, except for maybe Capcom, actually. I think Capcom had better music. Mm, aside from that, still... Generations, Sonic 4, Mania arguments going on right now. But yes, with that in mind, that was a fantastic episode. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in. Some great music, some great requests, some great games. I'm sure you'd like to know what's coming up next. And continuing on with the pace that we've been currently going at, next week is going to be another request. And this time it was a request by Jamie64326. And that request is something that I've been meaning to do for a long time, actually. I've been meaning to branch off into this field of episodes for a while. Because we've been doing games, we've been doing genres, and we've been doing series, and all that sort of stuff. But I think it's finally time we branch out into this area a bit more, because it'll make for some awesome shows. So that in mind, next week's topic is an episode all about... Yuzo Koshiro. Some great games coming up in there, including Revenge of Shinobi, the first three Streets of Rage games, Sonic the Hedgehog for the Master System, and so many other great soundtracks you'll be able to request as of next week. So be sure to tune in for that. But as for now, I've been Green Viper 8. You all have been awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this show. On top of that, you've also been DJ Jammin J, aka Saganut, Shadix Leto Croft, Speed Lover, Veritex, Electric Boogaloo, Mesmerist, Doom Girl. Um, Zimadon, you have been John the VG Nerd, you've been Jamie, I think I said Jamie, I can't remember or not. Um, if I forgot to mention you and you're still listening in, you know, pop your name down in the Discord and I will read you out, but I think that should have been everyone. Yes, thank you so much for listening. See you next week, but we're going to leave you off with a track from a game which you thought I probably neglected, but I didn't because I wanted to save it till last. I think this is one that Mr. Ravseg would definitely approve of. So, from Cyber Troopers Virtual On, this is Fade to Black. This has been the Top of Resort on Radio Sega. You all have been awesome. Thank you so much for listening. And, as always, stay topical.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.